0: nine The Mater presents In the Red Zone with Rob Witham. <music> Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Massey, Wood and & West and by the Sports Page Grill in downtown Ashland.
1: time of the year fans when I I walked in here I guess about 45 minutes ago where there was a little bit of daylight left so we have light at the end of the tunnel about another what six weeks and we'll be back to having uh, daylight until seven o'clock or so. That's when the, I, I'm a winter fan. Uh, I really love this winter because we haven't had to worry about really, really bad cold weather really until right about now, with just except a little stretch back in December. Uh, but what the two things about winter I do not like are hard cold rain. I'd rather it just snow, and I, I don't like five o'clock sunsets. They 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 drive me up the walls. So I'm I'm going to be happy when we've got daylight until seven or so. Until such time, we greet you here live at Sports Page Grill. Ashland. Rob with them along with you. This is In the Red Zone, live local sports talk every Monday night, 6 to 7. Here on 102.9 The Mater, 102.9 FM, 1430 AM. Fans listening on the internet tonight, live at RVA Sportsnetwork.com And of course, listening live on your mobile devices on the TuneIn Radio app on Radio, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. Coming up tonight, we are going to be talking about a very special, brand new high school basketball event coming to Deep Run High School one week, from saturday february 1st and we will be there for the first ever art washburn community classic and there there is a a, a phenomenal story uh, behind the development of this event that we are going to be talking about here in this hour Uh, Proceeds are going to be benefiting the William A. Washburn III Charitable Fund, which is part of the Community Foundation for Greater Richmond. We're going to talk about a dear friend of mine that we lost way too soon and how we're going to honor him this year and going forward. Uh, His wife, Sandra, is going to be with us tonight. Kurt Kassib, who is the head coach of Steward Boys Basketball, will be with us. Head coach Run is coming over. So we've got lots of guests to talk about the event coming up on the 1st of February and of course we'll have all the information about the event as well but we begin as we always do each week at the top of the broadcast with the latest news headlines in the area and you know last week we've had a lot of national stuff breaking as we hit the air they had just uh, uh, the, the news about the houston astros had just broken so we talked to you about that and some other things going on and yeah there were two football games of some local interest yesterday i hope you enjoyed Uh, The AFC and the NFC Championship games, even though both of them really weren't much of a game, Tennessee made it close late and had a good start. But I tell you, this is going to be one of the more anticipated Super Bowls I think we've had in quite some time. I I think ratings will be up for this particular game for a couple of reasons. Number one, fans who had New England Patriot fatigue, and no offense to Patriot fans, but there were a lot of people who were just tired of seeing Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Well, they don't have to worry about that anymore. You've got uh, two teams that have not been there. Well, San Francisco, not in seven years, and they haven't won it in a quarter century. And the Kansas City Chiefs, the last time they were in the Super Bowl was 50 years ago. In fact, it was 50 years ago last week when Hank Stram was famously recorded off of NFL Films. They mic'd him for that Super Bowl against Minnesota, uh, and, and that's when you heard him say the classic terms like 65 toss toss power trap and keep matriculating the ball down the field boys and and the Kansas City Chiefs then the final AFL team to play in the old Super Bowl format before the 1970 merger got a second straight Super Bowl victory for the American Football League over the Minnesota Vikings so that's how long it's been 50 years since the Chiefs have made the Super Bowl so you've got Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo you've got the running game of San Francisco and the passing offense of Kansas City. City, and you've got two defenses who have done good jobs when they've needed to do them this year, and two of the best jobs put in. San Francisco certainly yesterday uh, really just shutting things down for Green Bay, taking that 27 nothing lead into the half. And and you know Kansas City, I know they had a slow start there in the divisional round last week against Houston. They found themselves down 24 nothing. But what a lot of people didn't talk about was the fact that their defense essentially from that point on shut Houston down. And remember, all 24 of those points didn't come from the offense. Uh, there was a special teams touchdown involved in that too. Uh, the Kansas City's defense, I, I think, is 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 probably going to be the unit least talked about going into this Super Bowl, and I think they may be the one that has the most to say. Uh, about what happens. Will they force Garoppolo to have to do a lot of passing? Of course, you know, a lot of people talking today about the fact that he only had eight pass attempts yesterday and how that would be a blow to some quarterback's egos and he didn't care simply because he wants to play in the Super Bowl. So it'll be Garoppolo versus Mahomes, kind of a new era Super Bowl between the 49ers and the Chiefs. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a very, very, very good game. Now, let's get local talking about football. Last week, the news broke. Local boy does good, comes home, and looks to resuscitate his alma mater. Sam Rogers served as offensive coordinator in 2019 for the Hanover Hawks football team, who unfortunately had yet another losing season. They have not been in the postseason in each of the last four years. So, uh, after being a mainstay in the postseason for, if memory serves me correctly, 10 or 11 consecutive seasons, They've been out of the playoffs and they've been struggling. They've been struggling as a program. You'll recall two years ago, 2018, they did not field a JV team because simply they didn't have enough players. Now they had enough last year. The JV program was revived, but they barely had over the 25 players needed to have your varsity team be eligible to play. So uh, Sam Rogers becoming head coach at Hanover, his uh, alma mater. Of course, he played there 2009 through the 2012 seasons, graduated in 2013. And the famous story about being fifth string uh, on the depth chart at fullback at Virginia Tech, walking on and then working his way all the way up to being the starting fullback in his freshman first game against Alabama, who were the defending national champions at the time. He had a story 4 year career there, uh, became kind of a folk hero in Blacksburg, and for good reason, he earned every bit of it, drafted by the Los Angeles Rams, spent some time with them, spent a brief amount of time with the Buffalo Bills, and now working on a new business here in the area, and now working to try to resuscitate the Hanover Hawks football program. So congratulations to Sam. Uh, we we kind of had a feeling that maybe that was the direction Hanover was looking to go when last July, David Butler was announced as head coach, but he was announced as interim coach for the 2019 season. And with Sam being named offensive coordinator, I thought that this might possibly Uh, happening I I had no inside information for those of you who are wondering if I kept a secret for six months the answer is no I found out about it just like everybody else did uh, when uh, a director of student activities Bob Bolander sent out the press release uh, earlier this past week so congratulations to Sam I know Hanover's community is excited to have him lead the program I'm excited to see how he can lead that program and the number one thing he's gonna have to do is get bodies he's gonna have to find talent but he's got to find enough bodies in that body of talent, there at the, with the uh, student pool at Hanover, uh, to try to get them back into what has become a very competitive, as you know, Class 4 Region B, because Patrick Henry is in it now, Lee Davis is in it now. They joined this past year, and of course, mainstays in that class now are the Louises and the Dinwiddies and the and the Monikins and the Eastern Views. And we saw Patrick Henry with their Cinderella run. They're back in it. And you've got some other programs who are looking to rise up as well. Huguenot has made it in the last couple of years. So it's going to be a very long, tough journey. And it's going to be interesting to see how long it's going to take until Hanover gets back into that upper echelon. I believe they will. The question will be, how long will it take? And then... The other big headline from the weekend was Saturday over at Crenshaw Gymnasium with Randolph-Macon with men's and women's basketball. The men, they get kind of a measure of revenge from two of their three toughest losses last season. I think you can, we all agree the toughest loss was in the round of 16 of the NCAA tournament to eventual national runner-up Swarthmore when they had a chance to win at the buzzer. And the ball did not go in, and there there was contact on that play, but a foul was not called, and the Yellow Jackets season came to a disappointing close. Now, they've been ranked as high as number four. They're currently number six, only that one loss two weeks ago to Mary Washington. Guilford, the team who beat them last year in the regular season, their regular season affair was played in Greensboro, and randolph Bacon led by 15 at the half. Quakers came back in 164 63 And then they met for the ODAC championship in the tournament at the end of February in Salem and Guilford got the win there by 11 points to take the ODAC title. Josh Merkel still looking for his first ODAC tournament championship. They have been regular season champions in the Old Dominion Athletic Conference. They're still the only undefeated team after beating Guilford on Saturday 64-39. A couple of headlines from that game. First one, Corey Bays, who had struggled, had only hit two of 11, two of 12 shots in the previous two games, went on a personal eight-nothing tear in two minutes early on in the game. We were, I think, a minute 57 in, and the score was eight to two, and Corey had scored all eight points. So way to get Corey back into the offense and see him hopefully begin to break that trout because they need him. They need Ian Robertson, who hit five three-pointers to lead the Yellow Jackets with 15 points. So that they can get that offense going there, that frees up Buzz Anthony a little bit more. Uh, he didn't have to score as much on a Saturday. He was much more of a distributor. 23 assists for the team, to only six turnovers, and they hold Guilford to a season low 39 points. So great defensive performance. Yellow Jackets are seven and zero in the O.D.A.C. They again, I believe, now 15 and one overall. They go to Eastern Mennonite on Wednesday night. And uh, still to come here soon, they've got a couple of really big tests that are going to um, go a long way to determine whether, A, they can stay unbeaten in ODAC play, but more importantly, win another ODAC regular season title. Um, and that that's going to be the, the, the big question going into this week. And I had my teams incorrect. Got the information up here now. They go to Virginia Wesleyan on Wednesday night. It's the women that go to Eastern Mennonite. Wesleyan... Currently, right behind them in the conference, 6-1 and one record in the ODAC, tied for second with, I believe, Lynchburg. And they've only lost two games this season. They are going to provide a very interesting test defensively for Randolph-Macon. I don't think the Yellow Jackets are going to hold the Marlins to 39 points on Wednesday night. But if Randolph-Macon can win that one, and then they can turn around and go to Roanoke on Saturday and get a win there... And then get into their final test of January at home a week from Wednesday night against Shenandoah. Then the rest of the way, it's Shenandoah, Emory & Henry at uh, Bridgewater. Lynchburg comes to Randolph-Macon, advantage Yellow Jackets there, because they they play very well at Crenshaw. Then Senior Day with Washington and Lee. Then Hamden-Sydney comes in, three home games in a row there in mid-February. And then they finish the regular season going to Guilford. So if things hold steady... Yellow Jackets may be looking at a situation to where they're going down to Greensboro with a regular season championship on the line, and if they're still unbeaten in the ODAC, and unbeaten ODAC record is going to be very hard to do. Has been for quite some time, and will be as the, the the conference from a basketball standpoint continues to kind of get closer and closer together. Certainly on the women's side, it has done that. There is a four-way tie for first place right now. Uh, in women's basketball in the Yodak, Yellow Jackets, Randolph-Macon are two games out of that tie. In 6th, that 5-4 and four after losing to Roanoke 76-69 during Back to the Hive, their homecoming uh, annual event. Back on Saturday at Crenshaw, Yellow Jackets on the road at Easter Mennonite coming up on Wednesday night but we'll be keeping a sharp eye on that because they want to stay if they can't get in the top four we've talked about this in previous edition for the program they can't be in the top four and get a buy out of the first round of the ODAC tournament coming up beginning February 24th then at least you want to be in that five through eight position so you host a first round game you would prefer to be uh, e- e- if you're f- You know five then you get the 12 seed if you're six you get the 11 and then maybe you get a more favorable matchup in the quarterfinal being in a four five or three six situation although again with those four teams at seven and two it's almost kind of flip a coin who would you want to play uh uh, you know a washington and lee or an emory and henry or there's there's very little difference and ball goes the other way a couple of ways for randolph macon and they're seven and two right now in ODAC play so that's how good and talented this team is they let one get away from them on saturday they know that and they'll look to bounce back in harrisonburg coming up on wednesday night all right we'll take our first commercial timeout when we come back we will tell you all about the brand new art washburn community classic coming to deep run high school one week from saturday that is february 1st that is coming up next after our first timeout. Live tonight here at Sports Page Grill in Ashland, in the area. Come on out, have dinner, enjoy the show. Stay, they'll have NC State, Virginia, and other action going on on the televisions here all around. The Grill, back in just a moment, live here on 1029 The Mater, live on the
0: RBA Sports Network. After this quick timeout, you are in the Red Zone. We'll be back with more from the Red Zone after these messages when you need
2: printing you usually need it yesterday we think an ink can't work that quickly but close let Chuck Staudenmeyer and the folks at we think an ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out we think and ink offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use visit we think an ink in Ashland right next to the post office at 305 England Street let them suggest ideas for your business cards letterhead brochures or business forms we think and ink in Ashland where do you bring the family for sports, great food, and excellent service? Sports Page Grill in Ashland. Walking distance from Randolph-Macon College, Sports Page Ashland features 40 and 55-inch TVs, all high-definition flat screens. Sports Page Ashland has something for everyone on the menu, like their fresh Angus beef burgers or chicken wings, which everyone agrees are the best in town. Kids' Night is Wednesday. All kids' meals are served on frisbees that they can take home. Your family will love the friendliest faces you can find anywhere north of Richmond at Sports Page Grill in Ashland. For nightly specials and more, check them out on Facebook. Sports Page Ashland.
3: Work, school, grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places, protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. IF YOU SUSPECT AUTO THEFT, CONTACT THE NATIONAL INSURANCE CRIME BUREAU AT 1-800-TELL-NICB. THAT'S 1-800-TEL-NICB OR VISIT OUR WEBSITE AT WWW.NICB.ORG. A PUBLIC SERVICE MESSAGE FROM THE NATIONAL INSURANCE CRIME BUREAU. Baby, I-
1: Live here at Sports Page Grill, Ashland. Hi, friends. Drop with them with you. It's Monday night. We are live in the Red Zone as we are each and every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. Live here on 102.9 The Mater, 102.9 FM, 1430 a.m. Live online at the RBA Sports Network at rvasportsnetwork.com, And on the TuneIn Radio app on Radio, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. Well, I was very, very excited uh, when I got a, uh, a direct message on Twitter. I guess it's been a couple of months now. Uh, getting the announcement that the brand new Art Washburn Community Classic was going to be created and is happening on Saturday, February 1st. That is a week from this coming Saturday. It will be at Deep Run High School. Two high school boys basketball games. Tickets is going to be $10 at the door. Proceeds are going to benefit the William A. Washburn III Charitable Fund. That is a component of the Community Foundation for Greater Richmond. I met Art Washburn in 20, I want to say 2013, uh, when we at the RBA Sports Network band began to kind of expand our coverage, and we created the Henrico Sports Twitter feed, I believe it was in May of that year, and Art and I, I forget how it was, but I'm sure it was on an occasion where I went to cover an event at Deep Run, and Art was either uh, doing tickets or selling cokes or he was doing something because when you went to Deeper in high school if there was an event going on art was there and he was hands-on that's just kind of the guy he was and when he realized that the 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 success of all of our twitter feeds and everything that we do is based on the support of just very simple people like like me like you parents coaches uh, players parents of players grandparents of players I, i have people just constantly feeding us information From different games and events and whatnot and Art became my deep run hookup. It didn't matter what they were playing, be it baseball or softball or basketball or football or field hockey, if something was going on a deep run Art was gonna let me know about it and he and he gave me great detail when one of his great three sons was involved. Uh, On February 12th of 2017, Art went to church that morning, came home, decided to take a walk in his neighborhood and he collapsed and passed away at the age of 50. I, of course, for those of you who know this, um, had a heart attack back in 2013 and was very blessed to be able to survive that event. So this event really, it, it, it hurt it hurt very badly for those of us who knew Art and those of us who, and I mean, I worked with him in a very cursory way for those who really were in the trenches with him. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a jarring event for the Deep Run community and for the, the general community at large. And he was such a great giver on the board of so many different organizations. He wasn't just somebody who was a deep run high school. That was just one of very many components as to how he gave back to his community. So I was so excited to get the information that this event was coming. So on Saturday, February 1st, and not only that, it's going to be great basketball. We've got Stewart and Benedictine going up against each other in game one at six. And we've got the host Wildcats of Deep Run with rival J.R. Tucker in the nightcap at 730. Joining me tonight, Stewart, head boys basketball coach, Kurt Kassab who has a, a, a history here in Hanover County going way back, better part of 20 years, and Justin Hayes, head basketball coach, a deep run to talk about the classic, but we can talk to some basketball too. Gentlemen, thanks for being with us. How are you?
4: Thanks for having us. Thanks
5: for having
1: us. Great to have you. Great, great, great. All right, so If one of you could kind of give me the genesis of of just kind of how this event came to be, the decision to go, you know, why don't we do this? Because let's face it, the high school basketball calendar has become filled with with different events on Saturdays. I mean, there seems to be one, two, sometimes three events every Saturday during the regular season. Um, But in that crowded field, I think there's room for one that has such a special meaning. So tell me about the genesis of how this came to be.
4: Um, it, it all started, obviously, uh, both me and Coach Hayes have had the honor of coaching Lawrence, um,
1: uh children at some capacity. Um, Drake and Zach was part of that great team with Georgie Pacheco, Ortiz, and um, uh, Demontes Oliver, and I'll, I'll forget names, so I'll stop right there. But yeah. oh, what a great run you had there when you were coaching Deep Run earlier in the decade of the
4: 2010s. Right, right. And, um, and I, I was, you know, um, offered an opportunity to serve on the board of directors for uh the foundation um and uh we have been trying to f- you know figure out different ways that we could uh impact the community and 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 keep art's legacy uh, moving forward those who knew art knew that he was selfless um probably the most selfless person that you could ever uh meet when you you know even go back and read the paper article after he passed away it made you feel like, man, I just don't do enough in this life for other people. Yeah. Um, and he was just, uh, just a, 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 the most genuine, giving person that I've ever met in my life. And uh, you know, as a coach can attest, is you couldn't get anybody more selfless towards his children. And that, you don't see that today. You know, um, he cared more about the other kids than he did his own children. It was amazing. You know, and he was with, you know, uh, a big. Uh, Person in Glen Allen Youth Basketball yep. uh, for many, many years, and just, just a, uh, you know, just such a special, special uh, person, and just a, a critical loss to our community, and and a wonderful, wonderful role model for so many people. No doubt about it. I'm glad you brought up the parental point. He is, he, he, Art was
1: the antithesis of, of what people call, you know, the sports parent. When you make that phrase, everybody immediately thinks of the one guy or the one lady who's up there in the top of the bleachers that are just screaming at everything that's going on, every decision you're trying to make as coach, everything, the ref calls, et cetera. And I'm always sitting there cringing when I'm covering games going, don't be that parent. Just don't be that parent. And 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 you're right, Art was more, so, so so much concerned about the collective and everything that was going on. And the the reputation of the program. I mean, it's not many people have all of that going on in their mind, and he had that going on 24/7. It was amazing to me to watch him do that.
4: Yeah, yeah, and and Apple doesn't fall uh, far from the tree. You know, his three boys are three of the greatest kids, and the the the, the, you know just an epitome of, of what high school basketball athletics is and and um just all great athletes and and great kids just so coachable and, and, and a joy to be you know around and you know coach has the privilege of uh coaching his youngest one chris uh christopher who's you know we've known and i've known since he's been very very small kid and still uh You know just so respectful uh yes sir no sir and 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 i know he enjoys playing for coach uh hayes at deep run right now so yeah and speaking of which uh coach hayes you know we had
1: the uh the championship game over at henrico holiday hoops live on the rba sports network over the holidays and uh, uh, chris is just he he fits the mold of your team just such a gritty competitor you know, you guys come out, and, and it's like, okay, there's deep run. All right, all right, here we go. And deep run always puts out a team that's going to be competitive, uh, that's always going to be a tough out. But you don't look like the most athletic team just from the from the look of the eyes. And then you tip the ball off, and then you realize what deep run is all about um how fun is it to coach chris and really frankly if you look up and down your roster you got a team of chris's right now
5: oh for sure well you know when i took over at deep run after uh kurt um <clears throat> after his wonderful season that he had the year before when i walked in first thing uh, first person i met was art yep. and this was during the summer and he said hey i know you don't know the kids or whatever and i'll coach the summer league for team for you and i'll do this and do this and do this i was like wow this is amazing uh, you know welcome for me into the to the community really coming from where I came from is complete You know 180 as far as the overall I guess uh, And then I had Zach uh, and Zach, you know if I was like if there was a wall in front And I said hey, I mean I need you to knock that over he, you know He'd be coming back with rubble on him, you know, because right. he was he, he would Be more than willing to do it. He'd do anything. Yeah, and then to get uh, Chris and for him to be, you know, not a basketball player, a soccer player, taking over the role, being a point guard, um, you know, playing Henrico in a championship game like that with the poise that he's been playing with, I mean, yes. even all season, um, it, to watch his maturation as a basketball player, uh, you know, just just shows how hard they work and the rest of the Chris's follow along because of him, him and his uh, tight-knit group of, you know, friends, so.
1: Uh, it's. It, I really enjoyed watching that game and, and, and watching the way that those guys operate together between Scott, Marshall, uh, uh, you know, gabe coming off the bench he had such an incredible season as a football player and a great future there there's someone from again from another sport coming in filling a role on your team it's so much fun to watch those kids do that and that to me that's one of the joys of high school sports oh
5: yeah so totally. that's
1: that's an experience that you just you won't find at the college level because it's then specialized you won't find it at, at any other point from that point on
5: yeah and it's nice to have you know the community kids being there and they grow up together they've been playing together and that group of seniors that I have they've been playing basketball together since elementary school and um, to tell you the truth we just we go out there and we tell them to have fun more than anything else and they, and they have been having fun you know pretty successful season so far so, so far yeah
1: you're in the thick of the thing of the, the of things in the uh, region 5b playoff race no doubt about that Yeah. yeah. speaking of successful <clears throat> coach kurt uh we you were live on the mater it'd be a month ago thursday that we had the the championship game at the times dispatch invitational tournament what a night uh, just the, the atmosphere of that game in the championship between your spartans and trinity episcopal uh it just lit hanover high school up and i had been there most of the day i think i got there during the the seventh place boys game so i this was like the sixth game i had seen that day and it was like the gym exploded when your two teams came out for warm-ups um take me through just the experience we'll talk a little hoops right now take, take me through the experience of that night because that was a monumental event in the in the life of the Stewart basketball program p i don't think people understand just how big an event it was for for the spartans to be in the championship of
4: one of the most prestigious tournaments we've ever had in this area, the TDIT. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I was just really proud of our kids. Um, you know, we we have a little different animal as far as a private school goes. We're, we're not able to reclassify like some of the other schools are. Uh, we really have to, um, you know, develop our, and, and, and skill develop our kids and, 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 and grow them within, and hopefully get some kids here and there. but. Um, just really proud of the way they uh represented our program and 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 the culture change that we've had there where uh the kids are very tight-knit like coaches at, at deep run and um, um i'm just blessed to have a, a great group of guys that really wanted to and, and uh to go out there and and, and make a statement uh, because you know it's uh it was david against goliath that's kind of how we we looked at it and uh we we, we knew we had you know the big fella inside and we have some guys that can really shoot it um, and uh, it was it was one of the most epic high school basketball games that I've ever been involved in and I've been involved in some really good ones over the years <laughs> yes you um, have. Uh, but uh, it was it was pretty amazing uh, to climb that mountain um, and that's you know kind of the way we 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 tried to build it at, at Stewart is you know as the underdog and you know the smallest of the private schools that are the the you know, elite programs in the area from the private school standpoint, so.
1: And, and a lot of people make the incorrect assumption that this is, you know, Epton Reed and his merry band of boys. That is not the case whatsoever. I mean, Epton certainly plays a role and he is so much fun to watch. And the, the ceiling for him is insane. But to watch the Zach Rosenthal's and company uh, was just uh, just amazing. And again, what you just mentioned, the cohesiveness of that unit. I think that's what I walked away with most impressed with, is that uh, nonverbal, verbal communication, chemistry, it's really there on that team, like
4: few teams I've seen in the area here in the past, I'd say five to seven years. Yeah, they they really like each other. Um, they play selfless basketball. We have, I think, five kids that are averaging double figures. Mm. Uh, and if you look at us, when they, <laughs> we kind of looked like uh, uh, it looked like a college team playing against a middle school team uh, when we came trotting out. Uh, but uh, we got you know Zach Rosenthal had a huge game coming out. It was only his second game he played since he'd been out with a uh, a dislocated and broken shoulder. Uh, so you know that was that just. You know we just kept going to him with quick hitters and he just kept knocking one down after the other and it was just a, it was a lot of fun to watch and uh, our kids defended at a very high level and uh, it, it was a lot of fun and, and I you know we got one of the top point guards in the area we've got um, a bright future and a, one of the young kids and, and Curtis Blair yeah uh, who's going to be one of the top freshmen in the area who's already got an offer from uh, from Liberty University is going to be special A special player, is a special player now, but it's got us talking about high ceilings and obviously the big fellow, um, uh, Jabari Atkinson. You know, we've got kids that really, really have bought into the system and and, and our style of play and and, and the way we play selfless and and with uh, uh, great intensity. Now, explain
1: to everyone listening, when we get to the postseason, Stewart
4: plays where? Stewart plays in the Division Two Visa, um, okay. and uh, when you know it's it's loaded. It's probably more it's probably more strength in Division Two than Division One because you have the Blue Ridge's, you have Miller, uh, you have uh, Middleburg Academy. Those teams are bringing kids in from Korea and China and Russia and you know everywhere else. So it's it's a uh, it's a it's a big mountain. It's some really really high level basketball and a lot of divi- major Division One kids playing in that in the conference. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So even though it's Division Two in VISWA, it's uh, don't let the number two fool you. Yeah. Even though you're not up, <clears throat> excuse me, in Division One, say with the Trinity's, the Benedictines, etc. Right. It's gonna be yeah. And then here on your side, coach, with deep run, uh, we mentioned it a moment ago, but to deep dive a bit in Region Five B there's not a runaway team right now i mean henrico's doing well you've seen them Verina is uh, kind of seemed to have kind of overachieved here early on which is dangerous because they could go on a run lc bird is kind of the same uh young but growing very quickly so they're going to be some good teams come tournament time but a team like deep run you know this, this kind of reminds me of a couple of years ago and i forget the situation i think it was highland springs and might have been bird where the eight beat the one in the quarterfinal. And it just shocked everybody, myself included, because we were at a point then in the reclassification where you didn't quite think that was possible, but it happened. And I think this is a year where we could see some low seeds knock out some high seeds when we get to the quarterfinals in yeah. the regional a month from now.
5: And especially since now that they're, uh, you know, we have 17 teams in our region and are right. letting 10 in this year. Up to 10. Yeah, thank um, goodness there's at least 10 in the tournament Yeah, we, we, really, I, we really push for that. Um, we kind of wanted 12. But we was like, you know, we'll settle for 10. Then it's fine. So one and two will get a buy. But, um, I, you know, Henrico's playing well. And um, they seem to be the, you know, the number one uh, front runner right now. But after that, I believe that anything could possibly happen. And, um, you know, we're trying to make sure that we get a top five seed. I think we're six right now or something like that. But, uh, you know, if we can get a top five, I believe we could make a run and hopefully get to the region championship. That'd be cool.
1: There you go. Real cool. a- Absolutely. All right. So next Saturday, the art Washburn community classic two games coach. You're on deck first with your Spartans. You were able to get Benedictine into the tournament. That's a big get.
4: Yes. Um, coach Royster. I, I can't thank him enough. Um, and me and coach Hayes talked about it over the summer in our summer because We see each other <laughs> all summer. And, um, Coach Royster was in our summer league this year for the first time, and and uh, I've known him for a long time. He's just a he's a special guy, uh, person, and, and a and a great coach. And uh, you know, as soon as I mentioned it to, because it was their home game, he's like, absolutely, Coach. You know, whatever you can, uh, whatever you need us to do, we'd be willing to do it. So we all tried to get together, uh, collectively, and say, hey, which which date would work for all of us? Because this was. You know I know it's very special for coach Hayes and myself because we we were so close with art and their family um, but uh, the other two coaches uh, 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 coach Desgain and coach Royster you know I can't thank them enough for participating and being a part of it and the in the deep run community in the school district at deep run has been phenomenal of giving us everything we need and say hey this guy was it was an icon in the community and, and no one will ever forget him um, so pretty special night we're looking forward to it uh celebrating the life of uh, a special friend and a special person in the community
1: no doubt about it and some fantastic basketball too the night cap your game tips at six and then scheduled for 7.30. We know how those things go, maybe quarter to eight or so. Uh, speaking to Coach Desgain, saw him over at Crenshaw on Saturday. Of course, he's a, a Randolph-Macon grad. J.R. Tucker coming in, playing you guys. And you guys have seen each other once before, I believe, so far this twice year. Twice, twice already? Yeah, okay, yeah. so you've had your home and home, which wasn't a home and home. Tucker is in such a wild situation right now because, of course, they don't have a gym anymore as the new school is being you know, constructed. So everything's a road game. Yeah. That, I mean that's kind of crazy.
5: Yeah, we played them last week, and they played us. We played them twice, and it's been tough twice. in uh, mm-hmm. every year, for whatever reason, our games are always close. But yep. And it doesn't matter what, what the records are when they step on the floor. Uh, the Two teams battle really hard against each other, and you know it's usually decided in the fourth quarter, you know with about four minutes, three minutes left. Mm-hmm. So it's um uh, and it's hard to beat somebody three times. Oh yeah. So you know we'll definitely. Do what we can to have our uh, kids prepared. We play on that Friday night. I'm not sure if you guys do. Yeah, we
6: do as well. Yeah,
5: so uh, back to back. Yeah, so we got to make sure that we, you know, we we game prep and and not take it lightly at all. No
1: no doubt. no, no doubt about it, because I know Coach I yeah, just talking to him briefly at Crenshaw um, on Saturday afternoon, they are so hungry, and they're, he's like, you know, just get me to 2021 when I can have a new gym, and then, you know, the sky's the limit, so, and, and it's so much fun, because Glenn Allen's had a run, and, and, and deep run is always in the mix, so West End basketball, I love Hermitage is having a resurgence this year. You know, so when you've got a Friday night and you've got Deep Run and Mills Godwin, or you've got you know Hermitage Tucker, any combination, uh, you know, the gym's going to be electric. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun.
5: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah looking yeah.
1: really looking forward to
5: it. And he helped us tremendously when we first came over. So it's you know it was an honor to be able to host it. And uh, you know, uh, Kurt working everything out, and and uh, you know, uh, our athletic director Michael Kidd yes. you know, working those things and and making sure that. You know, all the money, the proceeds go where they need to go and all that kind of stuff. I'm just really excited to be a part of it.
1: No doubt. I, Michael Kidd's name was just going through my mind when you mentioned it, uh, the Director of Student Activities there at Deep Run. A big thank you to Michael, um, who's done a fantastic job since taking over from from Clyde Metzger, who retired a few years ago. Guys, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun a week from Saturday over at Deep Run. Again, the Art Washburn Community Classic, Saturday, February 1st. you got Stuart Benedictine at 6, Deep Run J.R. Tucker at 7.30, Tickets, just $10. They're available at the door. And, again, all proceeds will benefit the William A. Washburn III Charitable Fund, a component of the Community Foundation for Greater Richmond. Coach, before I let you go, you had mentioned serving with the with the Community Foundation. Give the listeners a little bit of a sense of, of what they do, their, their purpose.
4: Um, our purpose is to, to raise money, um, obviously, to keep art's um, storied history alive and um, and donate to you know Jacob's chance and so many feed more mm-hmm. he was involved in so many different things uh, in the community the list goes on and on actually uh, the kids from Jacob chance are actually playing at halftime of both of our games oh
1: that's awesome so it's
4: gonna be pretty powerful um, uh, the church the, the art was big in his church and his and his Christian belief and and uh, we have his choir uh, from his church singing the national anthem in front of both games, which uh, yeah, I'm liable to tear up here, but it's pretty powerful stuff. So um, uh, we're excited about it. So it's going to be a really a celebration of Wart's life and. Um
1: it's going to be special. It's going to be a very special night. I cannot wait. That's a week from Saturday. Fans, we want to see out at Deep Run High School. Again, Stuart Benedictine at 6, Deep Run J.R. Tucker coming up at 7.30 in the nightcap. But more importantly, it's a celebration of a great man and a way to raise money for fantastic cause. It's going to be a very special night. Hey, guys. Good luck. Thank you. I know right now you're in the heart of basketball season and, and to get an opportunity to get you guys to slide up here to Ashland and talk to us about it is it's not the easiest thing to do when you're busy schedules, but I appreciate it very, very much. Yeah, thank, thanks, for yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. No problem. And we're not done yet. Sandra Washburn, Art's wife, is with us here at Sports Page Grill and we're going to have a conversation and talk a little bit more and give you a little bit more background about my friend Art. Coming up as In the Red Zone continues here live at Sports Page Grill Ashland on 102.9 The Mater, live on the RBA Sports Network. Back in just a moment, you are in the Red Zone.
0: There's more to come right after this short break. When you need printing, you usually need
7: it yesterday.
2: We Think in Ink can't work that quickly, but close. Let Chuck Staudenmeyer and the folks at We Think and Ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out. We Think an in Ink offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use. Visit We Think an in Ink in Ashland right next to the post office at 305 England Street. Let them suggest ideas for your business cards,
6: letterhead, brochures or business forms.
2: We Think an in Ink
6: in Ashland. new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-418-0534. 800-418-0534. 800-418-0534 are.
1: The sausage being made here behind the scenes at sports page Girl Ashland in the red zone on this Monday night. Hi, friend. Drop with him. Happy Martin Luther King Day. A very special day, of course, as uh, you know, th- thinking of remembrance. We're here remembering uh, a wonderful friend in Art Washburn. Let us not forget the meaning behind uh, today's holiday. Uh, and in an era where we have a lot of division, uh, let's talk about inclusion. Let's talk about bringing people together. And I think that's one of the things that we're talking about here uh, here tonight, promoting the first ever wash Art Washburn community Classic coming up next Saturday, February. the first Arts white Sandra is in the house tonight. I'm so excited, Sandra. I don't know if you and I ever crossed paths in all the games that I would be at, and and, and, and I'm sure you probably knew, you know, what are you doing on Twitter? Well, I'm sending on the score, or, you know, Art would text me or whatnot. It's an honor to have exactly. you with us. Exactly. Well,
8: thank you, Rob. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you for coming up. So. Uh, you guys were high school sweethearts. We were. I, what a great story! You got to tell me. And I, I, for people who listen to the show every week, they know that I'm a second-generation ordained minister as well. So I do a lot of weddings. Okay. So I get a lot of background stories. That's one of the first things I gotcha. ask couples when I meet them. I'm like, okay, so how did you get together? So I got to know the story. How did Art meet Sandra?
8: We went to high school together, um, but I had no intention of marrying him. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. <laughs> I um I went to school in Connecticut in a small Jesuit private college called Fairfield University and he went to Wake Forest. Yes. Um so we went our we went in opposite directions and I had never planned but he just wore me down and and uh 3 kids later here we are you know so
1: so. <laughs> so what what's your first memory of him back in high school did you have like
8: classes uh, together yeah or we did he always there. borrowed you know he never had any any equipment he had no, he always borrowed paper and pencils from me mm-hmm. and i always thought that was really strange do you did you can't go to the store and get yourself a uh, you know, a, a package of, of college leaf paper. I never could understand that.
1: Yeah, what's the deal? I don't know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so now so, the separation there with you in Connecticut and him down in right. North Carolina. How did the connection come together?
8: Well, we just we we stayed friends. We um, we dated a little bit on and off in college, mm-hmm. um, and then it just it was just time, I guess.
1: It blossomed. Guess, yeah. It blossomed for there. I gotta know. How do he propose?
8: Uh, it, it's very exciting. Do you want me to just make up a story sure, that was more exciting? That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> he did a Christmas Eve, you know. I Christmas did too. Eve. Well, that's a good great day because he would always remember. We always remember, right? Th-
1: yes, that was one of the reasons why I chose the day. Like, I can remember Christmas then Eve. Danny, you could
8: tell your friends, all your college buddies, you know. That's oh, right. Christmas
1: break. Right? That's right. Oh, well, I, I can tell you that. Every minute, I get ready. Like mid-December, I just kind of hunker down on the wedding side of my life because that next like three-week period till about the end of January, well, about the, the, the 10th of January it just facebook is just completely flooded with you know, we're engaged We're and then here come the are you available in october you know because <laughs> that just seems to be a popular so he chose a popular time of year yes he did he did you, you and and, and coaches talked about them a moment ago but i'm going to give you a minute to brag about your three boys because they deserve to be
8: bragged upon well they're 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 good kid um two my older, my older two graduated from deep run the oldest in 2013 uh grad- and he graduated um from hampton sydney college in 2017 he's now working at Markel on wow. his own um he does live in the richmond area and i do see him occasionally when he wants to come for some dinner um <laughs> once or twice you know once a week or so but that's um, always good come yeah, by yeah. say hi have some to eat. And, and then take a doggy bag and leave that's so, right that's right <laughs> um my middle son zach graduated um deep run in 2017 actually was able to um be coached by um coach hayes here for a for a year when he was a senior. That's right. Because he he played um, both varsity basketball and soccer at Deep Run. He's now at CNU, and uh, he's on the varsity soccer team there. Wow. What year is he now? He is a junior, second really? semester junior. Already? Yes. Double it's, majoring, so uh, he's oh, busy.
1: Busy dude. Holy cow. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then my
8: youngest, Christopher, is... Um, Right now on the team at Deep Run High School with Coach Hayes, and he's also plays varsity soccer, and he'll be going to Wake Forest um, in the fall. Oh, man. He's very excited about that. So he's a Demon Deacon. Uh, um, his mom not as excited, but... <laughs> That's okay.
1: <laughs> you were hoping he'd head to Connecticut.
8: Well, but, uh, yeah, that or either to kind of stay around here, but that's okay. Well, you know, it's not
1: too, too far. Right? No, it's
8: not too far. I mean, it's you not too can, far. I can always get an apartment down there anyway. Well, that's true. Right? I hope he's not listening because I, I don't know Yeah,
1: he probably would not like <laughs> to hear that news. Coach Hayes just <laughs> said he was going to text him and tell okay, him. Okay, hey, great. warning, your mother's joining <laughs> <here.">
8: <laughs> I was going to be on the sly, though. I wasn't going to let him know I was there. That's
1: exactly right. He comes,
8: comes home from school or uh, from his classes and see that his laundry's done. He might know, though. But.
1: That's right. Right. I, I want to I take you back, and I know this is going to be emotional for a moment, but I want to take you back to three years ago, um, to the the tournament, the Conference 11 tournament, back when we still had the conferences. Yes. Arts passing was the Sunday prior to that tournament, and Correct. the last message I got from him on Twitter was he was not very, let's say, happy in terms of how the team was going into tournament play. Uh, you know, I think it was from a shooting perspective or something. He was just hoping they kind of you know click a little bit better as the tourney got started, because Deep Run was right there in the heart of it there that year with several other teams back in the old Conference 11. And uh, we get to the tournament, and the, the the viral nature of We Love Art came about, and you walk into Glen Allen High School that night, and there's a sea of white. I mean, everybody it, is in white.
8: It was amazing,
6: and, honestly. And,
1: and to me, Zach Washburn's performance in that game was the most amazing event I have ever seen from any athlete at any point, at any time, I don't care, high school, college, pro, I am sitting there courtside in awe going, because he played so well and so hard, and he I'm like,
8: for his dad. how can you
1: do this? How can you, I, I couldn't imagine being in a situation like that. You had to be just looking on in amazement.
8: I, I, I was, I was still, well, in shock, but, yeah. um, so both of the boys went to school Monday morning, um, Art passed that after, Sunday afternoon, and, and they were in school Monday morning, and they oh went to school every day. Um, and, and that it sounds a little strange, but I, I have to, you know, just say thank you to Deep Ron and, yeah. and the administration, the faculty and, and the students, the families, they have supported our family um and the love that they've given us over all these these past three years have have been incredible That's right um so for them to be to be surrounded by that support um was incredible and 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 just just so wonderful for us
1: yeah hang on coach let me bring you up go for
5: it yeah in fact just really quickly so me being a first year coach there yes um getting acclimated to the deep run community and then that happens um and I'm going, I, I, you know, I'm just completely lost to know what to do as a coach. Right. right. Happened to catch Zach in the hall by himself that day. And I said, uh, I said, what's up, man? I said, um, what do you need from me? He said, uh, you know, we got practice, right? He said, we got a game. I said, yes, sir. Now, the rest of the kids at practice, devastated yeah. him. Hundred miles an hour. Let's go. Just like yeah, and it was it was amazing, especially that game he played. His, you know what, off that night. It, it, <laughs> I, you know, like I said, you know, if, to be in that situation playing number one team, you know, we had won a playoff game, and then uh, you know, that, in the semifinals of the uh, of the conference, and and this is going on, and to watch him in that fourth quarter was amazing.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I, I don't think I, I could watch high school sports for another 50 years, and I'll never see a performance that'll equal what Zach did that night. Yeah, no doubt, awesome. no doubt about it. Yep. So. Sandra, give the listeners an idea of just how we talked about how much art was a part of the deep run community But he he did so much for so many organizations. It's a wonder he ever saw you I, it's just, true. I, I Mean, just give the listeners an idea of just I Art mean, Washburn the how, how
8: much time do we have? Uh, we um, got all the Rob. time in the so, world. I mean he started um, he was at he was a member of the Kiwanis Club He was a passport member and chair of the American Heart Association of Central Virginia. Um, he was a past board member of the Richmond Strikers Soccer Club. He was a board member of the uh, Virginia Chapter of Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, and also served on the National Leadership Council. Um, he was a trustee for PSY, Cy- I'm sorry, Sai Educational Trust, I'm so sorry guys. Um, he was a board member of Enrico Business Leaders, and he was the incoming president. Um, he never made it to that, but he was the incoming president. He was on the board of the Virginia Voice, as well as chairman for the Virginia chapter uh, March of Dimes, and he was the um, uh, supposed to be the leader of the of the walk, the chairman of the walk. I don't know what the, yeah. I can't I can't remember what the exact name, but he was supposed to do that this that year. Um, he was a proud supporter, a member of the Deep Run High School Athletic Boosters, which I am now president of. Um, and he also was on Glen Allen Youth Association, um, Athletic Association. He was um, the operational member, operational committee member mm-hmm. for several years and also coached. And coached. So, um, and that's just a few things. Uh, Virginia blood, he gave all the time for Virginia blood, Feed More, uh, Wounded Warriors, you name it, art. There just wasn't enough time for Art to get everything done. He wanted to get done. He
1: wanted to get done. That is That's true. Just, just amazing. And while at the same time being a parent. While at the same and, time, and
8: running a business.
1: Yeah, running <laughs> at the same time running. Yeah, because he started his own business. That's correct. Exactly. That's correct. And, and it was a very successful one at that. So that takes a ton of work and a ton of time as well. And again, once in a while he had a chance to see you too. Once in a while
8: we had a date night. Yeah, yeah, every <laughs> once in a while.
1: So what, what would he do on a date night? Well, uh, what, what well was, you know, wait, uh, it was dinner or movie dinner, or you know, whatever?
8: Well, you know, it's funny you say that because uh, many date nights we would go to Kona Grill, which is now closed. Mm. Um, we had our particular thing we always ate, and then we'd go to Wegmans, and go to the wine, um, their, their wine area. He yeah. he was a big wine connoisseur, and he just loved. Um, shout out to Wegmans, <laughs> um, their, their 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 wine. He thought it was the the best, you know. Ever. Cool place
1: to go. Really cool. Quick story, true story. First time I ever went into a Wegmans. I walked in. It was like a Saturday at 5 in the afternoon. And I, I was just amazed because there were all of these people about my age, and they were couples, and that looked like they were out on the start of their date night. I am serious. That's like 15 or 20. Well, I'm we're like, a little
8: older, Rob, it's so like we it was more the end of our date night. Yeah, it's like, is <laughs> Wegmans like
1: the place to be? It I don't, really is, I don't understand. right? I, I didn't know at the time. Now I'm getting a better understanding. So, oh well, yeah, because you and I are contemporaries. Right, we, Yeah, right. Bart, was, well, he, Bart was born, what, seven months ahead of me. So, yeah, I was he was 66, I was 67. Okay. So right there together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you couldn't go to Deep Run without, you know, go to the consent. There's Art you know mm-hmm. go up Correct. top in the prep there's art yeah. at the gate yeah. there's art or in the stand there's I mean it's just deep run it felt like it didn't function if art wasn't there yeah. it's was yeah. amazing mm-hmm. amazing or
8: texting you the scores to oh, so be updated oh
1: yes ma'am <laughs> absolutely so y- give me give me your thoughts about this this classic coming up next Saturday night.
8: um i'm very really excited about it it's our it's our first one it's our first try we're hoping to make this a yearly thing um, hopefully I want to give a shout out to Michael Kidd, the yes. um, director of student activities at Deep Run. He's been awesome. Um, he took over Clyde Metzger's place a, a few years ago. He's been been awesome. He's been very supportive of of me, of what I'm trying to do. Um, opened the school to us to, to to do what we want. We were trying to do. So um, very excited about that. And Dr. Fellows, um, we're just we're just trying to. M- just have people remember art remember mm-hmm. what he's about um, and have his legacy live on um, he always was able to make an impact to the community and I want to continue that
1: want to continue making that, wanna continue that and this is one of many ways that we can do that as well Absolutely. another one is is simply look at the life story of Art Washburn and select one chapter from it and see if you can emulate that
0: you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm.
1: i mean because he he was such he was so multifaceted while at the same time and, and coach i think you can attest to this too let me bring you in one final time about how humble he was he was one of the most humble people i've ever met
5: yes i mean so you know me just first meeting him i mean he was super super helpful guy um you know he didn't know me from adam but he was so like Willing to do whatever needed to be done for us and the team and then to meet for me to find out all the the list the litany the of Everything else and I'm and, you know, I'm a teacher. So I, I do a lot of things during the course of the day uh, After I heard, you know after I realized how much he was doing I was like, maybe I need to reevaluate. What is it? I'm doing right but uh, now just just you know, he he just was so super helpful for our transition because it was a difficult transition for me and my staff to come in, uh, especially from the from the year before to oh, the yeah. next year, and they graduated everybody, and it was just it was it was it was a little difficult. He made it super super helpful for us, and it was, I'll, I'll never forget that. You know that that'll be something that sticks in my in my mind, you know, in forever,
1: forever, forever. Yeah, and that's just art being art. Yeah, as, simple, as simple as that Yes, sir. <laughs> so Saturday February 1st one more time fans Art Washburn Community Classic at Deep Run High School two great basketball games Stewart Benedictine at 6 Deep Run J.R. Tucker 730 tickets $10 at the door proceeds will benefit the William A. Washburn III charitable fund please come out and join us it's going to be a celebration of a wonderful man and hopefully the beginning of an annual event where as we continue to perpetuate the legacy uh, that Art certainly provided so wonderfully Coach Hayes, thanks so much. Yes, sir. Sandra, I'm so glad you were Thank here. Thank you, Rob. I, thanks I, so
8: much for inviting us. You
1: are welcome. Can't wait to see you next Saturday Absolutely.
8: Night. I will be there. Awesome. I'll be the one yelling and screaming. Right, Coach? Oh,
1: every, every
7: game. <laughs> every
1: game. Perfect. I can't wait. We will come back, wrap up this edition of In the Red Zone, coming up in just a moment, live from Sports Page Grill Ashland, back after this.
0: In the Red Zone. We'll take a short time out. We'll be right back, so stay tuned to the Mater. Non-attorney
7: paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure protection services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-600-9969. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-600-9969. 800-600-9969. That's 800-600-9969. 009969
2: Where do you bring the family for sports, great food, and excellent service? Sports Page Grill in Ashland. Walking distance from Randolph-Macon College, Sports Page Ashland features 40 and 55-inch TVs, all high-definition flat screens. Sports Page Ashland has something for everyone on the menu, like their fresh Angus beef burgers or chicken wings, which everyone agrees are the best in town. Kids' night is Wednesday. All kids' meals are served on Frisbees that they can take home. Your family will love the friendliest faces you can find anywhere north of Richmond at Sports Page Grill in Ashland. For nightly specials and more, check them out on Facebook. Sports Page Ashland.
1: Grill Ashland, been a wonderful night. Thanks to our friends at Sports Page for helping us as they do each and every Monday night. Thanks also to our friends right down the road here at We Think In Ink. You get your printing done. You got business, nonprofit, whatever the case may be. New Year, maybe looking at some new initiatives or new things to do. You need printing of any kind. We Think In Ink right here on England Street, in Ashland. My thanks to Coach Cassid, My thanks to Coach Hayes. My deepest thanks to Sandra Washburn for coming out here tonight to promote the Art Washburn Community Classic coming up next Saturday night at deep run high school we will certainly be there for that cannot wait and details on that are available at Sportsnetwork.com right now that's at RBA. Sportsnetwork.com. next monday night here live at sports page grill ashland mk Jaratowski. Head women's lacrosse coach at Randolph Macon will drop by. We'll preview the women's lacrosse season. We talked to men's head coach JB Sheridan last Monday night. We'll have MK coming up next Monday night. Two weeks from tonight, Ray Hedrick, Randolph Macon baseball coach, live just before, on the eve of the opening of the 2020 season for Randolph Macon, trying to get back to the College World Series. They get underway February 7th down in alabama all right fans that'll do it for this edition of in the red zone i'm back with you tonight for party of two at nine coming up next our special tribute show to the late rush drummer neil pert thanks to calvin cecil back in the studios and we will talk to you again next monday night at six here live at sports page ashland good night everybody
0: In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a production of WHAN Radio. Our producer is Calvin Cecil. Executive producer is William Roberts. In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a copyright production of 5th Estate Broadcasting, LLC. Any rebroadcast or reproduction in part or in whole without the express written consent of 5th Estate Broadcasting, LLC is strictly prohibited.